Welcome to Spend, Donate, Invest. This is a podcast with short, laid-back episodes where we explore the topic of the power of our money. Because we vote, we protest, and we have a clear sense that this is not the world we want and questions about how our money might play into things. So this is not your traditional personal finance podcast in the sense that it's definitely not about how to make more money. You're not going to get that type of discussion here. This podcast is about what we're doing with the money we already have. Maybe you feel weird about the fact that you recycle, and maybe you even drive a fuel-efficient vehicle, but your 401k is chock full of climate destroyers. Or maybe you have it in your mind that you like to give away some of your money, but you're not sure how to even begin to think about that. In every episode, we talk about how we can use our money to reinforce our values in the world. This week, we're talking about how we can use our money to support the arts. Art is an important part of a healthy community. I was reading something by the writer Heather Haverleski recently, and she said that art is the opposite of shame. That really struck me. Art can be transformative. Art can be galvanizing. It can clarify our values, and it can even serve as our rallying cry. Art can subvert harmful, powerful institutions. Art can make us care about what is right in front of our faces. Art can also heal us. It can bolster us when we are weak. I could just go on and on. And the thing about art is that it will always persevere even when economies collapse or when it's censored. And we can be a part of what sustains art in our communities. We can use our money to support this value. And I'm going to provide a few ideas today. I would love to hear your ideas as well. The first thought is on shopping locally. If you're decorating your place, instead of going to a mega store, you might consider checking out the artists in your town. I've enjoyed going to art festivals in my city. I've seen beautiful art in Eastern Market, Union Market, Anacostia Art Center. And depending on your budget, you can obviously shop from the galleries across the city as well. That's one way to support the arts is to shop locally, pay artists for their work, don't nickel and dime them to death. And that goes for all mediums. I've had prints and paintings and wall hangings on my mind because I'm currently decorating. But I think this also goes for local theater, local music, local writers, local bookstores, local clothing, and jewelry designers. There's so much local art we can support right under our noses. So consider shopping locally for your art. My next thought is about supporting art education. Art in schools has ripple effects. So students who have access to quality music instruction, that's music instruction, score 20% better on English and math tests. Isn't that interesting? Students who participate in arts at school are way less likely to drop out and way more likely to be recognized for their academic achievements. So when you vote in your local elections, support initiatives that are trying to provide art education For school children, I listed a bunch of reasons that are all about improving academic achievement, but I do want to note that I I think we should also support art education for children for the sake of the beauty and the creative expression of it all. So vote to keep art in schools. 
If you're in California, for example, you can opt to donate to the Keep Art in Schools Fund on your state tax returns. I'll include the link in the show notes. For my listeners with large budgets, I'd encourage you to think about how to make art more accessible. So supporting local artists is great, but I'd encourage you to to push yourself to think more about how you can make, make art accessible to others so that it isn't just for your friends and family to enjoy in your homes or in your private collections, but rather that you find a way to make the art more accessible. So this came to me when I was reading about the grantees for Washington, D.C.'s Commission on the Arts and Humanities this year. I'll include a link in the show notes in case you want to pour over the art as well. I had such a good time. The way I understand the program is that they buy art from local artists and then they put the art in public buildings. I, I just loved looking through the art that was selected Really beautiful stuff. And back to the point on shopping locally, a lot of the artists do have their own websites as well. So if you're looking for something beautiful to complete your space, take a look at it. But when I talk about making art accessible, I'm thinking about paintings and sculpture and photography and all of the visual arts. But I'm also thinking about accessibility of other forms of art. Who in your community gets the opportunity to attend dance or theater performances? Who gets to attend concerts? Who gets to participate in art therapy? I want to encourage you to engage with art and at the same time, push us forward in terms of making that very same art more accessible. So those are three ideas today on how we can use our money to support the arts. The first one was about shopping locally. The second one was about thinking about strengthening the institutions, such as art education in schools. And then third was a general topic on making art more accessible, not hoarding art. I'd love to know how you're using your money to support the arts. Please send me a message anytime at spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. If there's another topic you'd like to hear about, please send me a message anytime. Or you can go to the show's website, which is at spenddonateinvest.world. That's spenddonateinvest.world. If you want to send me a voice recording of your topic, you can do that there. Let's talk again soon.